Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And yes, let the games begin. Opening day of, uh, well, more specifically, dove season. The hunting season's opening here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. And it's a Labor Day tradition. We'll talk a whole lot more about the details if you're going to get out and go after those gray ghosts, as they've been called. Well, we also have a big Labor Day rodeo going on on the Alabama Gulf Coast. Uh, they are fishing for the biggest fish that... Swim in the Gulf of Mexico. We got details of the 56th annual Mobile Big Game Club Labor Day Fishing Tournament. Wrapping up on Monday, Labor Day at midnight, the CCA Star Tournament wraps up. We've been following this since Memorial Day weekend. It's the longest and richest tournament in the state. It wraps up uh, this Monday. We'll have the final results for you next week. And by the way, today is a lot of national days. It's the National Hummingbird Day. Boy, I've Glad to see those little guys come back to my feeders. I don't know where they were with the excessive heat. They, they, they got out of Dodge, but they have seemed to return. It's also International Bacon Day. Who doesn't love bacon, huh? National Tailgate Day. Yeah, we got football games cranking up this weekend. And National Play Outside Day. Oh, yeah, we all need to get out and play regardless of age. Those are some of my favorite national days, and there's some other ones out there, too. Well, the Red Snapper update. How long before the total quotas will be reached? We'll have those details coming up for you. Also, last week we talked about the big Ride the Bull, the largest kayak tournament in probably the world. Over 400 contestants competed at Grand Isle. We'll have the final results for you. And we'll also tell the story of a young man who tried to get a jump on dove season, but a game warden got the jump on him when a tipster blew the whistle on him and his juvie buddy. We've got the bad boy of the outdoors coming up a little bit later on. Teal season. That's only two weeks away, and if you hunt Louisiana's wildlife management areas, there's a new regulation you may not be aware of. Listen up. It might just save you a citation. Also, there's an open flame ban on Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries managed public lands. We'll kind of go over that with you. And, of course, we'll pass along Lots of live fishing reports from our field staff. They'll mix in with your fishing reports. We love to hear from you. Also, your dove reports, your teal sightings, and your questions and your comments. All welcome on our in-studio text line, which is 504-260-1870. The fields and the woods are extremely dry. Rivers are very low. Our coastal marine forecast is looking like this. We've got about a 60% chance of rain today, and that is welcomed about a 40% tomorrow. Light south winds, uh, 8 to 15 offshore, and they'll also be easterly, 8 to 15 on the inside, 6 to 12 tomorrow, and again on Monday. So it's going to be pretty much southeast and easterly light winds blowing in. Not much tide to ride home about. Average tide range, only 0.3 foot. Mississippi River hanging down there low at 3.2 
Pearl River's about six. We'll talk to Jeff Brule about that. It has a tendency to drop. Also, the Pearl River uh, Canal was dredged this week, so there's a lot better navigation there. And also took a ride over to Lock One, checked out the new renovation for the boat launch going on over there. So a new access point if you're interested in getting some of that freshwater fishing in. Very scenic place, too. And also some hunting on both the Pearl River and the Bogachitta National Wildlife Refuge in that area. So we got a full two hours to talk about, looking on the radar, some rain around Mobile Bay, uh, off uh, the Chandelier Islands, a little bit down the mouth of the river. Then uh, no rain between there and it uh, looks like probably south of Lafayette around the New Iberia area and some scattered stuff offshore, but there's more a-coming, and as I said, it's probably welcome. All right, you have found the Outdoor Show. I'm Don Dubuque. We are in our 34th year. We'll be right back to bring it to you after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, got a quick text in from 4084. Says, good morning, Don. Headed out to Calcasieu Point, hoping to catch a tagged redfish on the last weekend of the star tournament. Oh, it could only happen so nicely, huh? Well, if you don't have a ticket, you can't win. And if you don't have a bait in the water, you can't catch one of those tagged reds. Huh? Hopefully you'll get one. All right, we come back. Uh, we're going to check in some more of your text messages in just a second. But first, we're going to head down to Shell Beach, where Robbie Campo standing by with a fishing report for us. And, Robbie, I'm looking. You guys, uh, either you've got very little wind, uh, almost no wind, and it looks like it's coming out of the east or southeast, whatever it is you have down there. we got about a southeast. Well, it's coming out of southeast about maybe two, three miles an hour at best. Um, it's very light winds this morning so far. Uh, I do see a couple little scattered squalls off, off out in the Gulf out there. Uh, um, look like they're kind of making their way you know, coming towards the bank here, uh, toward the islands, it looks like. So if you're going to go do that snapper fishing, be very careful out there this uh, this morning because I think you may encounter uh, one or two of those little squalls. But for the most part, Don, you know, we had uh, elder uh, storm, the, the remnants of that stuff. We didn't get – we got a little bit high tide. We didn't get much um, 
you know, I thought we was going to get some water right, you know, near the road, but uh, we didn't we didn't get any of that. It went far enough east that <clears throat> that we were on the backside of it, and it actually, but we did get a little bit of tide surge, which is not not a bad thing to shake things up at this time of the year. You know, when you know you get ninety degree water, and it's you know um, you know it just it just kind of turns things up a little bit and cools this water off a little bit, and and the rain is welcomed and. <laughs> We, we so badly need it. Um, but with that said, you know, last week was a really slow week. We didn't have many people fishing, um, you know, due to the, you know, we had some high east winds here uh, and not many people fished. And it was just, a, you know, very few people caught fish last week. And But one thing we did see and was really encouraging, and a lot of people kept talking, we have a big, you know, reduction in redfish, but we saw a lot of, 14, 15-inch redfish caught this week everywhere anybody fished, up into this Biloxi Marsh, all through back of uh, Hopedale, going towards Delacroix, all the way around. So that's encouraging. I know it doesn't do us any good right now, but nevertheless, it was action. So um, yesterday was the first day that people could actually get out and go try to catch some fish. Um, we had one boat caught some, caught 50 trout, in St. Milo by the four crossings. So that's telling me that uh, things are starting to change. So as soon as you start catching some fish up in this inside marsh, not big trout, 12 and enough, uh, you know, 12 and a half inches. So things are starting to change. We're going to see some, and it's not, you know, transitioning will start happening. Uh, um, and it is happening, but it's just not going to happen like we want it until we get a good cool front. But things are, things are changing around, and, you know, I think you could still come out today and go catch you some white trout, some sheephead, some drums. And they caught all of that stuff down by the Long Rocks yesterday. Uh, it was mixed box, you know, mixed box uh, stuff down there yesterday. And I think this, today will be the same thing. And, and you're going to probably have a whole lot lighter winds than you had yesterday because yesterday it was, it was pumping pretty good down there. So with that said, we got plenty of live shrimp in the boxes here, and the tanks are full. So hook the left at the bridge and come on down and see us, and we're just waiting on you guys to get here. You know, that's some really good encouraging news on those 14- to 15-inch reds because, you know, that's been one of the contentions. You know, rather than the species being overfished, a lot of people are saying we just missed two spawning classes because of um, environmental conditions. We had high rivers and we had storms. And uh, those fish next year will fall right into the slot. So we may not really need uh, to change limits, but as a precaution, it may happen. They can always go back. Robbie, how about teal sightings in Biloxi Marsh? Anybody reporting back to you? Because we're only a couple of weeks away. And I know if that tickweed is thick in there, man, sometimes that can be a pretty good uh, load of teal getting into that Biloxi Marsh wildlife management area. Well, I, I, I saw I saw one bunch of teal um uh, Don, we had that little front that came down a couple weeks ago. Um, and back in August, we had a, I say back in August, like it was, it was just yet, the day before yesterday. But anyway, we had that little front came down around the middle of the month. I saw about 501 band, and I never seen them. I never seen them again. And I know where they were, but I didn't, I hadn't seen them since. Um, I've been kind of looking for some. I saw just a couple little bands of teal. Here and around uh, around Shell Beach, I did see some. Uh, I had a guy yesterday told me that he saw some up in a Bluffy Marsh, in one spot behind Stump Lagoon back there. 
Um, and I had another guy tell me that they saw some over over by the uh, going towards the river down, you know, down by uh, Bay Lafourche that way. So um, they are starting to see some teal sightings. So that's encouraging. And remember, people, <clears throat> this is the last weekend. And Don, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it ends on on Monday, right? Uh, CCA Star Tournament. I think that's it ends correct. on Monday. So. Um, you know, we are a way station for star tournament. Uh, so if you got your star tournament fish and you want to weigh it in, um, this is the last. We're winding it down. So, um, you know, we're here and bring your fish and we'll weigh it up and get it all ready for you. Sounds good. And also tickets are available right up until the final day. Robbie, one more thing before we go here. I got some sketchy information. I don't have the full details on the time in exact location, but I have uh, got some information that one of the gubernatorial candidates is going to be down in Shell Beach for a meet and greet next Saturday. Are they coming to your marina, uh, John Schroeder, uh, the state treasurer? Yes, he is. He's going to come down here. Um, uh, (laughs) It's it's still kind of sketchy because I'm not sure. He's he's trying to schedule it to come down here for next Saturday, so – um, I think around two o'clock in the day, something like that, um, and you know, just to have a meet and greet and and talk to some people and see what their concerns are about, uh, you know, river diversions and uh, so forth. You know, the fishing industry and uh, shrimping industry. Uh, I think he really wants to meet with some shrimpers and see what their concerns are. And I know what their concerns are. They're getting paid nothing for their catch, so. And the next thing is, Don. Look, they got a lot of uh, people down here that have shrimp on hand. If any, if, you know, if you follow Facebook or you follow, if you're on my Facebook page or whatever, um, you get on my Facebook page. I've shared a bunch of fishermen down here who have shrimp that you're going to sell them this weekend. Um, you can come down, get you a really good deal on some shrimp, and take them home and you know put them in your freezer and pre- fill your freezer up. Uh, these guys, they shut the factories down. These guys got, you know, didn't get back in, in time to uh, unload before the factory shut down. So they have a bunch of beautiful shrimp on hand that they have to do something with. So before they have to feed them to the catfish, you know, <laughs> come down and buy you some shrimp off the boat Absolutely. and, you know, and fill your freezer up. That's the most versatile food on the planet is a shrimp. There's no way you can hurt a shrimp. Uh, Robbie, getting back to, to John Schroeder coming down, you lived in, in, in St. Bernard and been at Shell Beach your whole life. When's the last time a governor candidate ever came down there to find out about people's concerns in Shell Beach? I don't think ever. <laughs> I don't either. I don't <laughs> Look, either. Don, I'll be 55 in a couple of days. Um, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen one come down here and uh, – and ask what the concerns are of the people, um, this will be probably the first time, you know, that, that I know of. So yeah. um, I know we had uh, – well, we did have Edward Edwards down here fishing before, but, um, you know, um, <laughs> I, but I can't and, – and John Bell Edwards came fishing with Mr. Fred Hebe, but I, I've never had it him come down. A, and, and and it wasn't in an official campaigning. Yeah, it wasn't in campaigning right. mode, I'm sure. No. No, it wasn't yeah. campaigning, no. Yeah. Well, we'll so, have the time but, because I, I think he, he's asking to come on the air because he wants to tell people what his plans are for wildlife and fishery and natural resources in the state, and it's great to see you. Instead of just asking for our vote, he's asking what the, the voters would like him to do if he does get in office. So we'll have the time when he comes down there. It's a, it's a good thing going to be happening. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, all right, guys, well, 
come on down, come see us at Campos. We've got plenty of live shrimp, and we want you to come fishing at that time. So it's a lot cooler this morning, and it has been done. So um, hook the lever at the bridge and come see us. Regular schedule on Labor Day, right? Absolutely, absolutely. No, Nothing changes. Got an extra day to fish. Take advantage of it. Thank you, Robbie. Yep. Appreciate it as always. We'll talk next week. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, and we come back after this. We've got a freshwater fishing report for you. Jeff Brule's a guy that does it. Going to talk about the Pearl River, Chafalaya Basin, and Toledo Bend. He's got reports for you next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And our Bass and Freshwater Fishing Report with Jeff Brule is brought to you by Pure Fishing with its fantastic Slammer 4 spinning reel made by Penn. Slammer 4 is the ultimate workhorse reel taken to a new level. It's got improvements to its Dura-Drag system, smoother 8-plus-1 bearings, and a line roller better seal to repel that salt water. Check it out, the Slammer 4 by Penn, a product of Pure Fishing. Good morning, Jeff. Let's start with the Pearl River dropping and got some exciting news. Lock 1 launch is getting redone, and they did some dredging on the canal, and it's going to make it more navigable for fishermen, so it's a much more friendly river. What can you tell us about the fish in there? Uh, Lock 1 is a, a great spot. It's just a straight canal, basically. I hope they don't take too many treetops out of the main waterway. That's where all the fish <laughs> hold up on. Yeah. But, you know, they got to do what they got to do, but there'll be some more trees fall in over time. But uh, all that area is good. The pearl's at six foot. We had some local rains that cool the water temperature down a few degrees, uh, and the bite's improving. And, you know, you add in that low river, and it keeps the fish from going up in the woods on you. But, again, stick to the main waterways. The shade is the key to finding a good pattern. You just kind of got to get along those shady banks in the morning and, you go in the afternoon, fish the opposite bank with the shade. And, but the reports over there are pretty decent for all the panfish, bass, and don't forget you can catch a few catfish this time of year. Well, we're talking about low rivers. Uh, got to include the Atchafalaya down on the Morgan City gauge. You're talking around two to three feet down there. What's that mean? Well, if it's, you go on low tide, it might be re- reading two feet. You go on the high tide, it might be reading three feet. So it's at the stage now where it's really all controlled by the tide at the lower basin area which is a kind of a good thing because you can kind of predict more where the fish are going to be. If like a falling tide, you want to go fish the drains. And if it's rising, you might want to go fish a little deeper bank with some grass points or something like that. <clears throat> but fall's right around the corner, so the action's you know, starting to improve. We're getting shorter days and cooler temperatures. The reports over there are fair to good for the area. Uh, panfish like Sokla and Gagalati are still catching a few around the grass beds on some of the big points. Uh, bass reports are fair, but... 
you know, if you go early bite, try frogs and, and poppers. That's a good way to start the morning. Uh, and, and it bites mainly in the early mornings anyway with the heat of the day. So try that. Uh, try the Socolagus cork in a jig, and you should do pretty good over there. Jeff, how about Toledo Bend? Hadn't heard much from that area lately. What's going on there? Yeah, we got this uh, hot summer, the, the uh, slow water reports in the area just basically because of the heat. Uh, and it's mainly because when that water gets so hot, it drives them deep. They, it bites 12 to 18 feet deep. A lot of guys don't fish that deep. But really, you got to kind of know the humps and the where the cover is that deep. Uh, again, the bite's early over there, too. Um, but we are getting some cooler nights. And so look for the action to start showing up in the creek arms and the pockets. So, Shad will start migrating into those pockets this time of year, and that's what you want to try to throw, some kind of shad pattern, uh, deep diving crankbaits, uh, and also the watermelon red Texas rigs are just great over any kind of hump or planted cover that you can find. That's just a standard color over there. So that's always good, but it should all pick up in the next few weeks just because we're getting a little weather change. Yep, season change is happening. Uh, Jeff, I got this report in from one of your uh, favorite areas. Let's see if I can find it. Somebody went fishing on Uchifuncta River down on the lower end. Uh, went there on Wednesday, and let's see, they caught 10 bass, plus they saw some teal sightings down there too. So uh, I guess uh, not a whole lot of water around, so those uh, also saw some wood ducks. They're looking for whatever water they can get. Caught, caught 10 bass, had a good day. Yeah, Jafunka and that area's got a lot of fish on it. They're just difficult to catch. That river's deeper than what most people think. And, again, when it's hot, those fish go in that 20 to 18, 20-foot range. And when you you just have to get those little sweet spots. When you find them, you can catch some decent fish on Jafunka. They have some stock Florida, Florida strains over the years, and there are some big bass. Every once in a while, you hear somebody catching one, seven, eight pounds over there. And there's a lot of numbers on the lower end. You get in that marshy area, and you can catch a lot of them little marsh bass. It's a nice place, but it's a tide-dependent place, and it can be hot one minute, and you can't catch fish the next. Yeah, and up on that upper end around where the uh, Boga Flyer meets, it's uh, got a lot of those Kentucky or spotted bass up in that area, too. Really well known for that. Well, Jeff, uh, where's your next adventure going to be? I'm trying to get back down to Venice next week. Uh, this week, tide's kind of low, and they had a little that storm surge that kind of made it a little rough last week because the water got up in the canes too far, but Next week, we have a good tide. It's going to be falling in the afternoon, and hopefully get a little bit better weather, a little bit cooler, and uh, the, the bite will be good. But there's plenty of fish down there, just uh, getting the conditions right and, and finding the right bank at the right time. And We've been having fun. We've been catching a lot of fish there, uh, just red shad worms and any kind of crawfish-type baits flipping up in the canes. Uh, a lot of variety and uh, not anything great big, but plenty of fish. All right, we'll be looking for a report from there. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate it. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Don. All right, there he goes, Jeff Brule, our bass fishing and freshwater field reporter. Coming back after this, going to catch up on the dove season. It's opening today. we got the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club's big tournament going on. we got got uh, flame bands, uh, and we got also some new regulations for uh, boat exhaust regulations if you're going to be duck hunting on the WMAs. We're back to talk about all that stuff. We do it here every Saturday morning on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, happy Labor Day weekend. And this is the weekend where the uh, Mobile Big Game Fishing Club has its annual Labor Day tournament. This is their 56th annual, and it's going to be a lot of good action at the dock uh, today and tomorrow should be some much better 
Weather conditions for the fishermen to get out and get those big ones. I'm talking about blue water species. You can catch the excitement at the dock today from 5 to 6 p.m. is the weigh-in. Tomorrow, the weigh scale opens at 3 p.m. Going to be a big one and a good one as usual. All right, when we come back from this quick 10-second pause, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about the dove season and opening up a little bit later today in Louisiana, Mississippi, and in Alabama. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we have dove season opening up in both the north and south zones uh, in Louisiana, both the north and south zones in Mississippi today. And the north zone of Alabama opens up today. The south zone uh, does not open till next Saturday morning, September the 9th. Um, and, you know, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries wanted to remind hunters that you cannot burn the dove fields in preparation for the opening. Well, the opening's here, but even later on into it, there is a statewide burn ban in effect. In fact, they asked me to pass this along. Uh, they adopted an emergency uh, notice of intent to ban all open flames on WMAs, refuges, and conservation areas through October the 5th. Now, we may get a good bit of rain between now and then. Conditions could change, but uh, better to be safer than sorry. So from now until Thursday, October the 5th, unless something else changes, they amend that act, anything that any device matches, lighters, barbecue grills, campfires, and pay attention to this, those of you who will be camping on wildlife management areas for the teal season, uh, you can't even light a cigarette. No lighters, no matches, no barbecues, no campfires, nothing that will ignite a flame on any of those areas. Otherwise, you could be cited with a Class two violation, so be aware of that. All right, dove season. Uh, some reminders. Of course, you need your hunting license. But remember to get that harvest information permit, the HIP. A lot of people forget that. It's free. Uh, there's no charge for it. And basically, you are asked to answer some questions about migratory birds that you hunted last season. Uh, they give you some options as to how many you shot and which ones you hunted. And once you fill that out, uh, you get a free HIP, harvest information permit. It's as required as your basic uh, license is, so make sure you have that. Any migratory birds that you'll be hunting, which is all waterfowl, and, of course, doves are also a migratory bird. Another word of caution. It is going to be not as hot as it's been, but it's going to be hot out there. A lot of dove hunts take place uh, afternoon into the evening. Uh, Make sure you take care of both man and beast. I'm talking about your dogs. Have plenty of water. Have some ice. Try to get in some shade and Uh, Keep your eye out for your fellow hunters. If you see somebody that may be experiencing a little bit of difficulty with heat exhaustion that could lead to to heat stroke, uh, make sure you take those precautions. Uh, Also, the uh, amberjack season uh, is now closed. It uh, closed last week, actually, in the Gulf of Mexico, so it's strictly catch and release on the amberjacks. All right, we come back and talk more about red snapper season, getting ready to shut down uh, soon in Alabama. When it shuts down in Louisiana, well, that depends on when we reach our harvest quota. And I've got the numbers for you. You can kind of make a little bit of a projection. And I'm getting to your text messages. You want to shoot us one. It's 504-260-1870. Your comments, your questions, your fishing, hunting reports, we'd love to get them. It comes right here real time to the studio. That number again, 504-260-1870. 
504-260-1870. And we're back in just three minutes on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, one more thing on doves before we move on to Red Snapper. Um, Dove pepper poppers, boy, they're great. In fact, I think I may have some this weekend because even if I don't bag any doves later today, I may, uh, I think I've got some in the freezer. Anyway, it's a pretty simple recipe. You got the dove breast. Uh, You take a pepper, and lately I've been using the poblanos. Kind of picked that up from Texas instead of the jalapenos. And you hollow them out, and you put in cheese of your choice. You can either do cheddar cheese. You can do uh, cream cheese. I'll put the dove breast in it, get you some bacon, wrap the bacon around the pepper and the, uh, the popper, and put it on the grill for a few minutes, get that nice char grill smell to it, and mm, there you go. It's one of the best one bites of food you're going to find, dove pepper poppers. You can also do them with ducks, but really good with doves. All right, let's move on to Red Snapper. Uh, Alabama, I I really think they got short change this year. 591,000 and some change was their quota, Uh, a little bit more than a half a million pounds. They're going to wrap up Monday at midnight. That's the last day. At least they got to do it through Labor Day. Hopefully their quota will be expanded next year. In Louisiana, we had nearly a million-pound quota, almost twice as much as Alabama. We have reached, uh, as of the latest toll, 735,000 and some change pounds, which represents uh, about 79% of our total quota. So we still got 21% to go. So we'll be fishing, uh, you know, fishing those uh, seven day a week. Uh, you know, you would think that we'd have reached it a lot quicker, but as a lot of people are saying, it kind of spread the fishermen out. So uh, there wasn't a race to get as many as you could as quickly as you can. It kind of spaced out the season, and it uh, looks like it's going to go at least into the early fall. All right, let's get to some of your text messages. Uh, we got the Steel Man reporting in from Madisonville, his plan for the weekend. He's taking the Bubblegum Kid and Little Rock. That's two new names for our list. That's the... Ma and Pa of Steel Man, they're going for a pleasure cruise on the Chifuncta. Hit the Wrigley's for whatever bites tomorrow. Top it off with barbecuing for Tiger's victory tomorrow night. And then looking forward to opening weekend of teal season next weekend in Texas. Happy hunting. Boy, it sounds like a plan, Steel Man. Just be careful with that barbecuing. Uh, make sure you uh, take the precautions that that doesn't get near any dry areas. All right, we got the Wingbone Man checking in from Wilmer, Alabama. He's hoping for cooler weather. I'd say let's pray for it, Wingbone. And uh, we got the old Colonel in Redwood, Mississippi, dove hunting today, football tonight in Hattiesburg. Uh, He's a University of Southern Miss alumnus, uh, RIP, as is Jimmy Buffett. At least Jimmy is. I'm not sure about the old Colonel. Anyway, enjoy your dove hunt. Hope you're successful in the, the game tonight. All right, we have Butch at the Wyklosky Bridge. He's, he was behind 10 boats getting down the road. Uh, hopefully they took a left to go see Robbie. Butch is the operator at the Wyklosky Bridge. He kind of keeps us up to date on what's happening there with that bridge. All right, we have this one. Hello, this is Dylan, the 16-year-old who went fishing with my uncle and aunt last weekend around Lake Charles. On my first fishing trip, I caught an 18-pound Jack Crevel. The water was very salty. Well, you got to be a pretty salty young man, Dylan, to to fight an 18-pound Jack Crevel. Let me tell you what, that that is a a very formidable fish to catch, uh, especially one that size. So uh, good start for you. we got the backstrap stacker in Mobile. He's taking the weekend off from the camp. He's going to be doing some of those ball peanuts, watch some college football. they got some rain, but they need way more, don't we all? 
And here's a report from the Irish Coonass. He says, uh, just to let us know, the fishing off Fort Morgan sandbar, you can catch the bull reds, the jacks, tarpon, and Spanish mackerel if the weather allows. Loves the show. Have a great day. And Pete Chesser is checking in with us. He says, uh, fishing in Lafitte Barataria Bay area, hit and miss with the hot temperatures. Redfish uh, have been catching, so reds in Lake Salvador using half-ounce gold spoons. You know, catching those reds in Lake Salvador this time of year always brings back memories of Tofield Bourgeois. He and I used to go out there, and we would look for what he called nervous water, uh, particularly on a calm day or where you didn't have much wind and it was kind of flat, you'd see all these ripples on top of the water. It wasn't bait striking, but it was just these big bull redfish in big schools that get up there in Lake Salvador about this time of the year, and uh, those half-ounce gold spoons are perfect thing to throw at them. Uh, Pete says they've been catching trout in the bay using quarter-ounce plastics. The H&H Glow Cockahoe's been the ticket. He's going out this morning to try to beat the rain, get a few speckled trout for his Labor Day fish fry. All right, thank you, Pete. We appreciate your report. Uh, here's one says y'all mentioned about one of the candidates for governors coming down there to meet and hear what people would like him to do to improve conditions. They can start by opening that rock dam. You think that would help everybody all the way down to Bayou Bend Avenue and even Seabrook area? It's just a thought since we now have the wall in place. Well, uh, Texter 7874, that rock dam in Hopedale was never intended to be any kind of a hurricane storm protection device land rebuilding that was strictly there to decommission the Mr. Go as a shipping lane. It was put there to block ships as if anybody could sneak a ship through the Mr. Go. Uh, It's kind of lived out its time. Yeah, it's attracting fish, but we could do a whole lot better with rocks along somewhere else along the Mr. Go to create fishing structure. Uh, I think uh, at least opening it up and putting something in because it has been a definitely a marine hazard by having that dam there with people, especially during low tides, trying to run around it. And he also says, is there a change in limits of reds to 18 to 24 and 3 per day? That is proposed. It has not been adopted. You can add into that no captain's catch on the boat and also no keeping any over the slot size, which now you can keep one over that 27. Considering they've been working four years on speckled trout and haven't got anything done, I don't think that redfish rule is going to change anytime soon. All right, we got some more texts coming in. We'll get to those later, but right now we got a quick break to take. When we come back, we're going to head for Grand Isle, where Daryl Carpenter updates us on the fishing and weather conditions down there. You're listening to it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Now let's talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. And uh, Daryl, do you only go fishing when the wind's blowing? When the winds are calm, you you, you kind of stay at dock, huh? Oh man, I'd be broker than I am now if I, if I was fishing wind. <laughs> What's going on? It's a little, it's a little bit breezy this morning out of the southeast, but I, it's totally doable. Uh, you know, especially we don't have the conditions we had earlier this week where you had that one point four, one point seven tide movement, and it's fighting against the wind. Uh, you know, we had one trip and we got halfway across the bay, turned around and came back, but. Uh, but you know it's been it's been a really great week for us, Don, uh, and a lot of that is because I've had the same crew all week, so that crew was able to adjust and move. Like what was it, two three days ago? We, you know, we went out in the morning, and that south wind uh, was fighting that falling tide, and it was just way too rough to be anywhere. Uh, actually, it was the, the reverse. It was a north wind we had uh, fighting that incoming tide. 
and um, we had three foot waves rolling across the bay. But because I had the same crew back to back to back to back, they were willing to adjust. So we came home and you know said, look, it might only be a three hour trip, but let's pick that let's pick that hour and a half to you know before the tide switches to that hour and a half after it switches. And I really believe we're in our transition because we had some of those interior oyster reefs and all that we hit back in May where we were slamming the fish back in May. And they've been uh, they've been a little bit picky, but man, this week it's all been 18 to 20 inch fish on them. I mean, all those big girls are starting to come back in now. So it's been a really good week for us. Everything's been on plastic. The water has stayed remarkably clear despite the rain and, and the wind that we've had. You know, it's just basically a washing machine, and it's just it's been really nice. It's been a really nice week to catch mega trout. You know, uh, Robbie was mentioning some places that don't normally produce trout until uh, early fall. It may be we've got an early transition this year from what you're telling me. Um, you know, Don, and, and I've been saying this all year with this trout and all we've had, I'm not sure that all those fish ever left, you know, and ever, ever did their normal transition thing or their normal summertime move to the coast. The beach, other than maybe one week down here, the beach never hit. Uh, there was never any good reports coming off of the beach. The, we had, we've got wind and current, rain and wave. I mean, wind and current waves and salinity in the bay now, you know, and especially with no rain and no fresh water to, to make a line to push them down. Same thing with the shrimp and the crabs. I mean, this time last year I was killing the big shrimp. They haven't quite showed up yet. Uh, crabbing down here has hurt all year long. It's been up and down. And it's all because nothing ever drove those fish down here. So, you know, I, I think it's been a strange year, and we just had to adjust because I just told you about all the big 18 to 20-inch fish we caught this week. But if you want numbers, you run 10 miles north. Uh, heck, some of my guys that helped me out a lot of times from the feed are telling me they're they're just filling the boxes full of trout in Little Lake already. Yeah, well, that high salinity certainly got something to do with that. That's kind of been a, a blessing, uh, although we, we've paid the price with the heat. It has been some hot, hot days out there. I know, especially you guys out there on that water, you know, you got to cut your trips early. A lot of your customers are not used to being out there in those kind of conditions. A lot of the customers, heck, I mean, most of the (laughs) summer I felt like a burnt Lay's potato chip. Yeah, it was a a brutal summer. This is one for the record books for sure. And, uh, well, hopefully we'll get some good uh, cool fall weather coming in here. And typically what we're getting now is reminiscent of summer's past where you get those light east and southeast winds bringing in some good clean water and bringing those fish back into marsh, which 18 to 20 inch inside this time of year is not bad at all, Darrell. Y'all doing good. Yeah, now I'll tell you, we needed this this little bit of influence we got off of that storm. We needed that because our water levels have been running with this west and northwest wind we've been having. Our water levels have been running really, really low. And thank God this thing, you know, it came in and raised the tides, and I think it flushed the marsh. Now we just needed to, to suck back out and bring the bait and all down with it. Don, little things like, you know, I get up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, I walk outside, turn the lights on. Usually I got 500 mullet up and down the canal, just go crazy because you're scared them. We've got zero bait down here close. So you're having to move around a little bit and go find your bait. Clean water is not a problem. you got to find the bait and find the fish. All right, and you can find Captain Darrell at realscreamers.com. That's R-E-E-L. Also, you can find him on web, my website, dontheoutdoorsguy.com. And he's got a telephone that works almost all the time. If they want to call you, Darrell, give us that number. It would be 225-937-2000. 
888-888-6288. All right. Enjoy your Labor Day. We'll catch up with you next week, Now, Thank you, Don. Y'all have a good day. All righty. Darrell Carpenter. When we come back, we got Mike Gallo. We got Eric Mohabarak. We got the Plastic Man, Ryan Lambert. And your text messages at 504-260-1870. Also going to explain to you about that new powerboat exhaust regulation on WMAs. It's upcoming for the teal season. We'll tell you about it after this break on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.